Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Val Cisco, dropping some knowledge about Anchor. Guys, have you ever wanted to record your own podcast? Don't you want millions and millions of people to listen to what you have to say, whether it's about Zeus, whether it's about sports, whether it's about everything that's going on in the world of quarantine? Guys, what are you waiting for? Download Anchor. Anchor basically is a one-stop shop for all your podcast needs. It has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Number two, it's free. Guys, it's free. There's not a lot of freebies out there, so grab this. And of course, Anchor will distribute your podcast so you can be heard from different places like Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, and many, many, many more. You can make money off your podcast too with minimum listenership. So right there, guys, like, listen, this is a no-brainer. Download Anchor. It's pretty fantastic. I love it. Hell, thank you, Anchor, for giving me the platform to speak about all the random things that I do. Uh, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So please, once again, download Anchor. You can download it off the Apple Play Store, the, the Google Store. I don't know if you guys have Blackberries out there still. Uh whatever is out there download it it's freaking phenomenal you guys won't regret it take care ciao the monkey king some say he was the mightiest of all the gods banished by his enemies never to return the body will be frozen the world will consume 500 years later Tell me where the crown is. But hope must never die. I'm Tripitaka. I've released the Monkey King. Shh. Yep. Right on. You've been trapped in that rock for 500 years. Try to keep a low profile, okay? I need your help. Be my guide. Protect me. Let's do it. Can I have my boots back, please? To every story, there's more than one telling. What's going on, everybody, and welcome to another great edition of Nothing to Watch, always provided to you by Sideshow Conversations. It's your host with the most, Mr. Son Goku himself, and today we're going to be taking a journey to the east while taking a journey back to the west. And you may ask yourself, Val, how can we possibly do that? Well, I'm going to be telling you a story about a great folklore hero named the Monkey King, and... The show we're going to be reviewing is the Netflix original that's been circling, I don't know, the streams for, I want to say, about a good six months. And no one's really been giving it any love. No one's been really talking about it. And for a great, I want to say, folklore hero to the Eastern civilization, you would think this would have some prominence. But, alas, 
it is a divisive show from what I'm seeing. And I just finished it, and we're going to be talking about it. The show that we're going to be um, covering today is the new Legends of Monkey. And of course, this show is a televised series inspired by Monkey, a Japanese production from the 1970s and 80s, which garnered a cult following in New Zealand, Australia, the UK, and of course, South Africa. The Japanese production was based on a 16th century Chinese novel named Journey to the West, and the show was co-produced by ABC Me, TV, NZ, and of course, Netflix, which consists of 10 episodes. So it's pretty short, and all these episodes are about 26 to 29 minutes. So relatively fast, you can burn through these pretty easily. And of course, the premise of this is the new series follows a young monk escorted by a group of gods on a journey across ancient and fantastical lands that are now ruled by demons and collect lost scrolls of wisdom. So essentially, there is a premise here, and it's um, an age-old premise that we've been seeing from a lot of these monkey movies. And you may ask yourself, well, Frank, well, Val, well, you, I've never seen The Monkey King. I don't even know what The Monkey King is. And if you haven't, hell, go on Netflix right now. Uh, I believe both of those movies, those Japanese productions, are on Netflix. Uh, the Monkey King and, of course, Monkey King sequel are both on, and they're fantastic productions. Um, a mix of Chinese and Japanese cultures all blended into one with the Buddhist culture as a centerpiece. Um, it, it features uh, one of the main folk heroes, the Monkey King. And, of course, if people don't know the Monkey King, he's an old hero from that, that novel, Journey to the West, who, his character has been borrowed in so many ways and so many uh, pieces of literature. Hell, even our, our anime is really um, based off the, the Monkey King. If you look at the Monkey King right now, a lot of his translations, especially in Japanese culture, is Son Goku. If you don't know who Son Goku is, hell, you don't know what Dragon Ball Z is. And if you don't know what Dragon Ball Z is, you shouldn't be listening to this podcast whatsoever. Um, but like I said, a lot of those character traits are there. You know, the, um, the ape-like child mentality of, of a god with a long, giant stick that um, basically can extend from one place to another, battling demons. I mean, it's straight off a comic book. It's straight off of a, of a novel. And um, it's a great folklore. So when you see these movies, um, I, I encourage you guys to see part one and part two. Part three available as well, too, if you can find it in the DVD section. Um, it's a fun movie. Um, very age-old. You know, you get your monk who has a task to do by the gods to retrieve scrolls and they enlist the help of the monkey king who is a very selfish proud naive vain figure who thinks he's above everyone else and likes to have fun likes to prank around has no respect for anybody but when a time comes he does step up to the plate and become the god that he needs to be you see that throughout all the movies and with the show you would expect that kind of production that 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 essence that I guess that that good feeling, that cultural uh, diversity into this show. And in my opinion, after watching 10 episodes of this, I kind of was disappointed. It wasn't bad. 
no, it wasn't bad by any stretch of the mind. But the same token, I feel disappointed because I know what I get when I see different iterations of the Monkey King. You know, you look at Dragon Ball Z with Goku as a character. It's, it's a poor example right there, but the early Dragon Ball characters is a fun representation of the Monkey King. Um, when you look at the movies, when you look at different shows, different animes, different video games, for example, as well, too, you get fun um, adaptations of the Monkey King. So when you get in a series based on a prolific character like this, you would think, hmm, all right, they're going to go all out. And I will say, the effects of this show are okay. You know what? For, for an Australian, New Zealand-based um, production, all the CGI on the show are pretty top-notch. I love it. Very fun, very fantastical. Um, you get to see uh, powers and, and effects and different um, sources of energy flash back and forth, and they spared no expense when it comes to this. But at the end of the day, the story is not there. Kind of. It is there, but it isn't there. Of course, um, different actors are in this as well, too, um, representing the roles. Of course, the, the Monkey King is played by um, Che Hansen. Um, Tributaka, who we'll get into, is played by Lucian uh, Buchanan. You have Joss Thompson, played Pigsy. And I, I want to say her name is Emily... Conquarrel? <laughs> Probably messed up that name, but she plays Sandy. Um, it's ragtag of heroes who have disgruntled past and, and mysterious past as well to join together to fight the good fight. And if you're expecting like this, you know, battle of, verse, uh, of good versus evil with gods, you know, just striking each other down, demon versus god... You don't really get that. You get the sense of more human characters, especially with the Monkey King. The Monkey King, who should be the star of the show, is a very watered-down version of this character. In every iteration, he's more monkey than man, honestly. You know, especially the movies, you know, head-to-toe, full-on fur with a tail, you know, has humane characteristics. But in this, it's just a regular guy who's very vain, very pretty, and very arrogant. That's all you're getting. That's all the representation you're getting from the Monkey King. Sure, you're getting the armor, you're getting the crown, and the aspects of the crown, but and the, and the uh, elongated pole, but at the same time, no one, no one really can gravitate to that character. Um, well, I mean, uh, plenty of people could probably gravitate to that character, but no one really is watching for a human version of the Monkey King. In my opinion, if you grew up with this legend, if you love the movies, if you love the folklore, you love the fact that this guy is more beast than man. And, uh, of course, you know, we get him, but the main focus of the show is, um, is, um, Tripitaka, who at the beginning of the show, we see her as more of a servant girl, um, tending to monks, trying to um, find the Monkey King, because at this time, like every other movie, he's buried somewhere by the gods, being disciplined. And in this series, no different as well, too. But these monks want to kind of go ahead and unleash him to save the world, because since he's been disciplined and locked away, demons have encapsulated the whole entire world. So these monks are trying their best to prepare and be that voice for the Monkey King, be that 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 seeker, if you will, for the Monkey King, and uh, be escorted with him on their journey to find different scrolls to heal the world. Cool premise, but at the beginning of the movie, 
we see one of the first demons just come in, you know, doing his best, I want to say, uh, Malfoy impersonation, and just destroying people left and right, essentially killing the whole monk uh, association there with, of course, the main character kind of surviving. And of course, the, the name Tripitaka is supposed to be like this legendary name where um, this, this monk is supposed to be the right hand of the Monkey King. This monk is supposed to bring the gods together, essentially vanquish all the demons. It's a legendary name that, that has to be with someone that, that can bring all this together, that can uh, have a presence. And when you see this girl... Uh, and no offense to her whatsoever, but you see the girl, um, very unique character, and I, I wouldn't say this is like a growing, uh, uh, come to age story because the character kind of stays the same from episode one, to episode ten. Um, she takes the mantle of the Tripitaka character after we see the main monk die, shave her head, and kind of get by with that name. You know, she gets by, you know, trying to find different gods or or using her will. Um, to, uh, to get the Monkey King to help her out in her quest to find these scrolls. Um, I have a problem with her, and it's not on her acting. She's a very beautiful girl. She's very fun, but I felt like there was no growth in her character. Yes, she has a backstory. I guess we'll see that in Season 2 where there's more to this than meets the eye. You know, ha-ha-ha, wow-wow-wow-wow, Transformers. Um, but at the same token... I feel like it, her, she wasn't a presence enough, and she was more annoying than anything. She was more of a detriment uh, than a positive to the series. Um, you know, we see her, you know, finding the Monkey King, and more of it is by accident, as usually you see in these other movies as well, too. He's right underneath your nose, where you least expect him to be. But we get more of just, I guess, the building of characters, at least trying to. We get to build her character, the Monkey King's character being very arrogant and not caring so much of, of the task at hand and wanting to be free and roam the world. Uh, we also get other other characters as well, too, uh, like Pixie, who's more of a... When we first see him, he's more of like, I want to say, a bodyguard of the town that, that they live in, that they're that they're surrounding themselves in our, our first town, essentially. And this guy is just, you know, run-the-mill, your, your chubby, fat character who makes wise jokes. We're going to get that, which is fine. And then we get Sandy, who's more of like a ghostly figure character, but comes off as not scary, but just more of as, a, as an annoying girlfriend in this whole show. And it, it's not bad whatsoever. I feel like this series was not really meant for me. Um, when I look back now and uh, I, I, I think about what I just saw, it brings me a time when I was, you know, 8, 9, 10, and going through the lineup of the Fox Kids Network, and when we had that Saturday morning cartoon slot, and we're looking at, you know, Mystic Knights and Power Rangers, Beetleborgs and things of that nature, it did really remind me of that. It reminded me of one of those live-action shows made for kids. Essentially, this is what this was, you know. You know, the action is there, but there's no, like, blood. There's no, like, stabbings. Just, just fun action of people punching each other left and right. You know, little quips here and there. One-liners back and forth. And on to the next episode. 
And essentially, that's what we got every episode. Yes, there was character growth, and yes, there was backstory, but at the end of the day, this wasn't for an adult to watch, in my opinion. This is more for a demographic for kids. And with the rating I saw as well, too, I should have thought about that. You know, you look at the Monkey King movies, they are geared to all... A broad audience. It is TV 14, but it does push certain limits as well, too. Nothing too crazy, but in a fun aspect. This right here directly was for a person that really is into martial arts. Again, let's try to go, go into this part right here. When we look at the Monkey King movies and the lore, it really is straight out of Chinese and Japanese culture, the Buddhist culture. And while the show itself keeps traditional roots into Buddhism... It really does, I, I, it doesn't whitewash by any means whatsoever because, of course, this is a fully Australian and New Zealand cast, you know, which is great, it's fine, but the, the Asian aspect of the Monkey King is missing from this. And I feel like that was a big hit, in my opinion. Uh, I felt like with a show like this, it definitely should have had an Asian casting. And I felt like the most Asian person on this, on, in this show was the Monkey King. But at the same time, he kind of looked more, I guess, appeasable for an Australian audience than, than for an Asian audience. And it's difficult because you would think that this show would go balls out, Chinese, Japanese, Asian culture, and it really just it was missing all that. Uh, at the end of the day, though, would this be great for my daughter? Would this be great for a 10-year-old out there who loves martial arts? Definitely. It's relatable. It's relatable to stories. It's relatable to, to a person that, that's an orphan, who, um, who's very arrogant, who who um, very selfish and wants to change his ways, who's very misunderstood. Very great for children feeling that way and kind of, you know, accepting their role in life and saying, I can be whoever I want to be, not what you label me as. So I see that there. But I felt like it was just run-of-the-mill, bad guy beat him up, and best friend betrayal. And you get to see that toward the end of the episode as well, too. And you get a lot of best friend bromancing happening here with the Monkey King and ultimately being betrayed. And not a big enough payoff, in my opinion. So, I believe there's, um, there's talks for season number two. It really did not get the best rating in the world. Very divisive. I mean, out of ten stars, it got six. So, I don't know. Um, I semi-enjoyed it for the most part. Some episodes were cringy to watch. Some were hard to watch. Some were excellent. You know, like I said, the animation is there. Well, not the animation. The CG animation. There you go. Is there. The effects are fun you know when you see the monkey king flying on his cloud you know it does resemble yeah, excuse me blah 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 it does resemble son goku it does resemble dragon ball z in a way and you think hell they can definitely make a dragon ball z movie great now if you really took the time with the effects and the story um and then there's times where it's just very cringy you know they have bladed weapons but no one's really getting sliced up so you know it it's a it's a different series. I give it a mid card. Uh, like I said, I'm not gonna to totally poo poo on it. I'm disappointed because of the fact that there are far superior shows out there. Uh, like I said, if you want a better representation of the Monkey King, um, go on Netflix. Both their movies are there. Fine productions. You'll have a laugh at it. They're fun, funky movies to watch. Um, uh, but uh, if you're looking for, I guess. Um, 
a show for your kids uh, to really just kind of lose their um, lose their mind just a little bit, kind of escape to a different world, to a different fantasy world. This is a great show for them. Maybe not for an adult, but for them, it's totally acceptable. Like I said, very fast, about 26 to 29 minute episodes. You'll get in and out. They'll be happy with that. Me, myself, I just expect it a little bit better. I want more of a, a physical representation of the Monkey King, at least by uh, a cosmetic standard. Uh, if we were going to get like... Um, you know, just a full fur body, that would have been great. You, definitely you have the effects to do so. You spared no expense on that part. But I, I felt like you just wanted to see a handsome face. And by that, you kind of sacrificed a little bit of everything the Monkey King was. But I hopefully you guys check it out. Uh, I do think it's something that you guys could check out um, just for about three or four episodes. Like I said, take an hour out of your life, see if you like it. Uh, for at least two episodes if it's not your cup of tea then definitely it's meant to be but if it is stick by it it's pretty okay um or if you rather just see what the monkey king really is about definitely watch part one and part two which are on netflix at the moment in time they're fun shows go out your way to watch them they're fun movies excuse me great production great humor great action i mean hell have fun with this Anyway, guys, I'm going to be out of here. That was my review for the Monkey... Oh, sorry, not for the Monkey King. Look at me. Um, the new legends of Monkey. Like I said, fun show. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, check it out. Check out the other shows that are coming on Sideshow Conversations. You know, whether it be Dragon's Den, whether it be Nothing to Watch, whether it be Side Conversations. Hell, I'm going to be even doing Nothing to Play pretty soon as well, too, so... Hopefully you guys are invested in this podcast as much as I am, and um, hopefully you're having fun. I'm trying to make them quick and digestible for the whole audience, so if you guys do enjoy this, check out The Monkey King. Check out The Legends of Monkey. Let me know what you think. Rate, review, subscribe. Um, Thank you again, Amber, Devin, for leaving uh, some comments. That was awesome. I appreciate you guys to the max. Anyway, guys, I'm out of here. It's getting late. I'm about to hop on my... uh, my flying cloud and journey off into the west. Take care now. Bye-bye then.